Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the Custard TV podcast. The one place on the web where three people who are obsessed with telly talk to, the, talk to each other about their obsession with telly. It is that simple. The Custard and TV podcast. And hopefully some other people are listening. You know. yeah. I'm Luke, editor and runner of a TV website that people visit. Um, Matt's in the north. Hello. And Gary's in the London area. Hi. I went to the hairdressers today, and it doesn't matter how old I get, it's always awkward when they show you, when they get the mirror and they show you the back of your head. I just go thanks. I never, I never even. Yeah, look. I never know what to do with that. What, why what, do you do what it? What I'd like is one time the confidence silent. to say. Well, no, you yeah. you feel like you. I mean, I'm with that. You would think you'd stay, you would think you'd stay silent, but they look at you and they I want an opinion go, from you. I always just say that's great, thanks. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But why? Why do we feel the need? We don't well, know what, what the back of our head looks that's like. That's what they're doing. Uh, they're what? saying, I... "Is this all right?" That's why they're holding that up because you can't physically see the back of your head. So but I'm sure whatever they do... just to double check. That it's to your satisfaction, and if it unless wasn't, they, then you could say something. Unless they've shaved the Channel Five logo into the back of it, I really couldn't care less. Or ITV Two. Dave Javu. I wouldn't like that either. Dave Dave, no, I'd like Dave Javu. Can I? Like can I? Can I suggest that we put this out on Twitter? I think your barber doesn't listen to this. I I want yeah. to know if anybody out there has ever said anything other than "That's great" when they show you the back of your head. Or complain. Well, I, was yeah. in the, I, I was in the barber's waiting and there was someone like getting a haircut at the time and he did say, could you cut a bit more off? Yeah, no. But was that, was that yeah. on the front or was that when they showed him the back? It was when, yeah, when they showed him the back. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 Some people do care about how long or short their hair is and you seem not to. At the back. People no, are I do ca- I care. I care in general, yeah. but the back... You know, the back I never see. I, if I wanted to look at the back now, I have no way of doing it. The only time I see it is what, what you'd have that to do awkward is moment. Start a periscope and hold it at the back of your head and we could tell you. <laughs> oh, television. Um, oh, you're still doing that? Right. We are still doing that. What yeah, a, news. What a great idea. Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV podcast. Television news that's worthy of your knowing. Uh, then Gary catches us up on all the latest US stuff when he goes west. Uh, Matt will walk us through the reviews, and then if there's any notable stuff 
uh, coming up in the week. We'll catch you up on that. Also got the third round of Matt versus Luke, which fourth. Matt is winning. At the... Is it? No, it's the third. It's the yeah, no, it's the fourth. We're currently two one to Matt. Is it? And I've got I've got some listener questions. Ooh. Is it really? Is it really two one? It's really two I'm one. Yeah. That we've got. I'm shocked that we've got listeners. If I'm honest, yeah. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll reveal later who they are. But it's a, it's a friend of the show, so uh, it's uh, very. Uh, oh, they're very all good. from the one listener. They're just from one listener at the moment. Yeah, oh, but I, 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 I am. Yeah, I got but... the impression that they were questions from many listeners. There's no so... pleasing that, is there? There is literally no pleasing him. Obviously, if you in the UK, you'll be aware. Uh, television presenter Cilla Black, she passed away from what we now know to be a stroke after a fall at her home in Spain at the age of 72. Um, Gary, you particularly wanted to speak on this. Well, only the... I mean, obviously, it's very sad when anybody dies uh, of an incident like that. But I think particularly, you know, the era that I grew up in, Cilla was very much a mainstay of, of Saturday night television. You know, both Surprise, Surprise and Blind Date were huge Saturday night programmes. I mean, this is in the eras where, you know, 20 million was was commonplace because there were only Mm. three or four channels, no terrestrial, and, you know, people stayed in and watched television a lot more. You do not get 40-year-old, she was 40 at the time, women presenting television on their own. I can't think on prime time. I can't think of many shows that had a woman of that age presenting it. Once they lose their their looks, as it were, perceivably, they get moved to uh, others' time slots. Blind Date was a big Saturday night thing, and I wonder whether if it were on now, if we were doing this podcast then, whether we'd be snippy about it, or whether I, we'd I like it. I don't think it, it worked like in this it. era, because of political correctness a bit, and stuff well, like that. But, I think... but take me out. Yeah, it's a similar to take me out. That's a bit more tongue-in-cheek, though, isn't it? Well, and... I don't know, I think Blind Date was never took itself too seriously. Oh no, I don't think. I would say it is the same I, tone. I you think know, the if only anything, if anything, Take Me Out's a bit more cheeky. Well, Take Me Out's louder, mm. isn't it? Well, it's well I a think bit, as well. The complaint about Take Me Out is that it's objectifying women because it's always a man choosing a well, woman. No, no, Whereas no, in Blind no, Date, it, no, was, it was both. It was you know no, sometimes if anything, it was... it's objectifying men because it's women picking the man. Well, yeah, I suppose, all right, I suppose they do, and then at the <laughs> That's end... That's the concept of the fight. show. It didn't seem so one-way I, I get where you're coming from, yeah. Gary. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying it very well, but... No, no, I get, I get what you're saying. I think there are still shows around that are that have got that sort of feel to them, but there's so many, mm. like, sort of very much sort of uh, corporate shows now. Well, I suppose yeah. Blind Date was an American format, wasn't it, to begin with? It was, mm. yeah. The dating game. Mm. And I suppose Surprise Surprise was a long way ahead of its time in the sense that now you have a lot of shows of what you call emotional television. That was, you know, that at the time was the emotional show. You know, there wasn't anything else like it then, but there is obviously lots of them now. I don't like the idea that people will be growing up in 10, 15 years' time and go, oh, do you remember that show, Surprise Surprise, hosted by Holly Willoughby? Reminiscing about... Get your act together and you're back in yeah. the room and flock stars. Yeah, that's our job. Sometimes I'd have to dub down some rather raunchy noises. Oh, did you? Oh, oh, you did all them, did you? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. Yes. Oh, right, the yes, yes, the, 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 yes, yes, the, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> to say 
Hey, Maggie, that's me just taking my shoes off on my feet again. <laughs> <laughs> and what is our Graham doing nothing? I work for a large supermarket chain and I'm a butcher. Well, if you could sell a pound, to so a pound of sausages to any lady, who oh, would you sell them to? Kelly McGillis. Well, that's impressed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she'd like a touch of jazz and a touch of the Aramis as well? And a touch of my sausage. <laughs> Tell me frankly, what you think a date would be like with number two? I wouldn't recommend a night out with any of them, I think. Number three looks like he has to be in by ten o'clock. Number two looks as though he doesn't have to be in at all. The Humans has been renewed by uh, Channel 4 and uh, US co-producer AMC for a second series. Not a massive surprise, but we'll talk about what our thoughts were on the eighth and final episode of this series shortly. ITV have announced a new drama or a drama return that I'm actually in favour of. This mm. is a three-part return for Scott and Bailey. That's Ram Jones and Leslie Sharp back as the aforementioned Scott and Bailey. No mention at all in any early press stuff about whether Amelia Bullmore would make but a it return. Is, yeah, it's a three-parter, isn't it? Uh, the, only, yeah. the only ITV drama that I'm looking forward to this year, unfortunately, is Endeavour. Yeah. It's just a shame, unless due... they announce some others that I'm not aware of, you know, mm. and sort of, you know, maybe when you come back from Edinburgh, we'll know a bit more, but I, yeah. I, I, I really don't have much interest in ITV drama. No, we're the same. just the channel in general. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, you... outside, outside of The X Factor, which we'll watch because we will talk about it, I don't really know what else I'd watch Button 3 for at the moment. Okay, a UK version of Lip Sync Battle. This is a a popular show in the US, which is literally what it says on the tin. It's mm. a UK version it coming Jimmy, soon to Channel Five. on Jimmy Fallon, didn't it? Well, apparently, um, and... apparently, um, it, it's its creator is Stephen Merchant, and apparently, it's a television idea yeah. he used to run in this country years ago. But yes, you're right. It, it the American version emanated from the Jimmy Fallon well, Jimmy late night Fa- show. I remember Stephen Merchant doing it on Jimmy Fallon, didn't he? Yeah. That was yeah. the first lip sync battle. He, he is the executive producer of the show and, and in America. They now have got their own show. Is LL Cool J hosts it. Mm. That's right. I saw one and they've had a lot of big names. When you get big names, and they've had some big names on it that do it, and they're actors and actresses, and they really go for it, it's great. But the problem is when you get the B-list celebrities who no one knows, it's not quite the same. So my worry is how long will it be before we see Katie Hopkins singing like a virgin or something, you know? If it's Channel 5, then... Channel 5, I would yeah. think quite soon. Uh, and something I definitely didn't see the appeal of, uh, Prize Depart, which was no one. Uh, an awful, awful game show hosted by Emma Willis and Reggie Yates that has been axed by the BBC, but not before they sent out a tweet saying how proud they were of uh, it now. How it's a shame yeah, that it uh, won't be coming back. Oh, get uh, the violins Emma out. Willis is uh, available for work again. Um, glad, yeah, you know, I'm glad. for her because she's not on TV a lot. Gary, head to America, please.
First off, Stars, which is uh, one of the cable channels in America, has renewed the excellent Black Sails, which is a pirate drama for Series 4. You can catch up on the first three series on Amazon Prime in the UK. Um, if it's a pirate drama, can you watch it legally? Yes, because oh, you don't yeah. download it, you just watch it as you're on it. Oh, okay. But if I downloaded it, then I'd get into a load of drama. As you're on You'd it. You'd be the pirates, and, and I wouldn't want to yeah. get into that. Two big names have joined the cast of Game of Thrones for season six. One is uh, Ian McShane, who uh, UK viewers will know more for being um, Lovejoy. Yes. Yes. Lovejoy. I love it when you say correct things, but still make it sound like they're not true. Well, I wasn't quite sure. Uh, And in America, he's better known for... um, Sweary Deadwood. Deadwood, that's it. Um, a lot of people saying that it's a good casting. I, I mean, I've not watched a lot of Deadwood. I know people that have, and he apparently was very good in that. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, I think I think that's a good signing. And also uh, veteran actor Max von Sydow. Now, if you don't know who Max von Sydow is, then you haven't seen Flash Gordon, where he plays Ming the Merciless. Uh, and he's also in The Exorcist. He has a very, very distinctive look. And I think he's excellent for the show because he just looks like a character out of Game of Thrones now. Uh, so that'll be interesting. No news about what roles they'll play. We talked a couple of months ago about the fact that AMC is going to launch a channel in the UK on BT UView in August, and they've announced that one of their dramas, Rectify, which has already been renewed for a second series, uh, is going to be their sort of opening gambit on that channel. Um, I'm not on BT or UView, so um, I'll have to wait and no, see no, what no, goes no. on. I don't, I don't know how this channel's shaping up, whether it's going to be all day or just one of these channels that you can watch during the evening or yeah i've heard a lot of good good things about rectify i know it's very uh very slow but it's very good and i'm amazed that we have had to wait this long because interesting factoid for lovers of factoid yeah rectify is made by itv studios is it really i did not and and uh sent over to the u.s yeah Indeed. One review, and I'm afraid I haven't watched all of it because it's about five hours long, but I've tut, watched about an hour of... Tut, How dare you? Egyptian Game of Thrones, uh, Tut, which showed over two nights on Channel 5. Big name in it really is... Um, uh, not Charles Dance. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Um, no, no, I didn't want you to help in there. I wanted to see if he could get out <laughs> no, that I, old I knew himself. Ben Kingsley. Uh, Gandhi's in it. Uh, it it's, it's a sprawling, huge drama that covers uh, pretty much the life of Ting, King Tutankhamun. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's going to be quite, a, uh, quite an epic thing. Uh, there are quite a few Game of Thrones actors in it, and it has been compared to kind of like Egyptian well, thing like that. There's a lot of death and killing. Most actors are in Game of Thrones. Well, this is it, yeah. But it's quite ironic that I think the first two people you see are both in Game of Thrones, so it's quite... It's like um, rain on your wedding day. Yeah. Or uh, Or needing a a spoon. And all you want is a spoon. Yeah. 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 So similar. Yeah. Very similar. Indeed. I wasn't particularly impressed. I didn't feel this was... I mean, it's obviously very lavish. I kind of felt like... You know, is King Tutankhamun a story that needed to be told? I mean, he was a boy king, and obviously the most important thing about him really is that he was entombed and found in the 1950s. I suppose it's educational, but they've kind of created a story that wasn't really there. Channel 5 showing it over two nights mean that it's kind of already done. They could have spread this out over ten weeks, really. I mean, if it's five hours, they could have even done... I mean, they could have probably done even five nights or something. To show it all over two nights, I mean, that's going to stay on my... 
on my on my 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 my, my um, DVD box for quite some time till I finish it. I think. Uh, and uh, that is uh, your Western news and reviews for this week. Well, should we start with as you uh, previewed it earlier, Humans Ep Eight, the final uh, chapter of the drama that all three of us have stuck through all the way through. I don't know the last well, time that happened. Broadchurch was probably the last time that was. Line I of would, duty. No, the, miss, the missing and line of the missing as well. Yeah, the missing. Gary, Gary, was Gary a... sort of caught up with the missing, didn't he? he wasn't watching it. Yeah. He yeah, watched it like yeah. si- he watched six episodes in one night when we'd already Four, but... nearly finished it. Yeah. There wasn't any massive sort of reveals, I don't think. I think we'd no, had it. I, I think there, there was a part, there was the bit that obviously where they could share the consciousness. I think they didn't quite get that. It went a bit Power Rangers for me, that. Yeah, I didn't like that they didn't bit. quite get that right. And I don't think they fully explained kind of the importance of it. Um, I liked some of the elements that, that they did. I liked the fact that they had to escape through a valley sort of against robots. That was... Uh, yeah. That's I don't think they made the most of that, though. I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, I liked how that. they had Nicola Sturgeon doing her speech on the uh, on the stage there for a time. I I don't know. I just found it all a bit lacklustre and a bit boring. I don't know I whether think, I dare say. I get it. the impression that perhaps this episode may have been rewritten once they knew they were going to set a second series. That I no, think. Well, perhaps... I doubt it. Because they've had to refilm it as well. Well, no, I know. Well, I, I, I perhaps wonder whether maybe they've just got into a situation where they wrote this ending thinking, yes, we'll get a second series, but if we don't, at least it's got an ending, you know, people going off in different directions. I didn't have any preconceptions either about what the ending was going to be, but I, I wasn't that interested or into it by the end. Overall, I think the series was great, and I'm glad it's got a second one. I think the acting was great. I think the writing was top notch, and I, I I think some of the acting was you know was was fantastic. Some of them should be up for Baftas and things like that next year. But yeah, the eighth episode prop lips didn't quite deliver the expectation we thought it might. There was only the really the one twist, wasn't there for me, which was the the Nesca character sort of going a bit evil at the end. And well, she didn't necessarily go evil. She just didn't want to live with the rest of them. But I think there was definitely pointers towards that. She was very much a loner. She you know wandered I mean? off with the was it a phone or a memory stick or something? There was a hard drive. Hard yeah, drive. it was a hard drive. Yeah, yeah she stole so that. She asked. Yeah. She said she was going to give to Catherine uh, Parkinson to keep, wasn't she? There was too much convenient stuff for me. I think in this one there was. Danny Webb letting them go a bit too easily and a bit too quickly mm. so that the po- so that the plot could move on. Oh, I, see. I would have liked to have seen them escape. Yeah, in I some think sort I agree that I think generally they've sort of picked and sh- chosen where they want you know the the characters to be without the, and, and they've dropped several things like William Hurt. I think his story could have gone on for a bit longer. Mm. Yeah. And, and Rebecca Front, and Rebecca who was Front, completely yeah. un, and they unused. sort of dropped the stuff with the you know Jill Halfpenny and the and her drawing. Yeah, that that was that was kind of filled written. Yeah. There was quite a bit. If you look back, there was a bit of filler that that was yeah. just there. For and also, the, uh, and somebody thing. I saw on on a, on a sort of a, not a rival website, but another website similar to ours. Uh, somebody said, "Do you remember that they made a big deal about Gemma Chan's character taking the little girl outside in the rain?" Yeah. You know, and that was what true. was all that about? They made well, a big I, deal I, about. I her wonder whether that was perhaps her first link to real consciousness, and then suddenly she remembered what she was doing or something. I don't know. 
I don't think it was really for non-sci-fi fans like myself. I don't think it was explained no. very well what was actually happening. But I, th- I didn't I, I follow. I get where you're coming from there. But I think we're all excited, aren't we, that there's a second series? Yeah, I mean, seeing as you know, you, you, we were glad that Utopia got a second series. Oh, no, I still haven't seen the first one uh, properly. But we all <laughs> said, you know, we were glad that that got a second series. We should be glad that Humans has got a second series for that reason. I just hope that they don't rush it, they do give it time and have a good plot for the second series. Shall we move on to something that we all probably hated? Uh, barbecue oh, champ. God. Barbecue food? How can you rate this? Um, I'll tell you why in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go do a quick review of Flockstars as well in a minute. Cause you oh, can't... No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> You really don't. <laughs> There's so much to love Just about Flockstars. Save me right, so cutting we'll stuff start out. with Barbecue Champ, that oh, um, was basically uh, Bake Off, <laughs> the Great yeah. British Meat Off. As was Food Glorious Food the year food previous. Glor- I, I don't think this was as bad as Food Glorious Food. This was very. No, but it was on the cusp. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so um, we had the two judges with uh, Man vs. Food and a chef who cooks using pole. Um, there was eight. Using what? Coal and wood. Oh, coal! Right, I think um, you meant the pole. Not Cheryl. Well, she's Fernando de Vizzini now, isn't it? Yeah, um, that's why she had to change <laughs> it. She was worried. Now, the phrase "amateur barbecuers" was yeah. A, was a isn't everyone? Because, isn't yeah. everyone an amateur barbecuer? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't that barbe- anybody who's got a barbecue? You know. Yeah. Nobody is a um, professional barbecue. Oddly, they win £25,000, which seems a bit much. I know, I'd rather win... Now, bizarrely, I'd rather win this than the Bake Off, for that yeah. reason. Really? Um, yeah, because you get £25,000 in the end. Any of the contestants really are that enthusiastic about winning it, and there's only really no. one memorable contestant, which is Solomon, the big sort of yeah. soup. He's kick, the only you know, one that has like... any of the individuality. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing about this, though, is Myling Class hosting it. Why? She she admits early on that she knows nothing about food. Inside. Felt to me like a rubbish supply teacher who couldn't, you know, control her class. There was one point she said, you should maybe possibly sort of be thinking about maybe plating up now, sort of. Oh, um, so I, mean, I, I guess, it, Gary, I mean, you, you're a big fan of food. What did you think of this? Well, the problem that I've got with this is I think it's an are idea... Are we ju- just going to let that one slide? Is that all right? Are we allowed to do that? Yeah, okay, I'm a fan we'll of food. That's that. all right. I'll admit to that. Yeah. I think they're, they're stretching this idea so thin. Barbecuing is not like baking. It's a niche thing. 
I really don't think there's... I mean, I don't know how many episodes there are. I'm guessing there's at least seven because there's eight contestants or something. I think there's only five, yeah, thank God. five, thank Because I just don't yeah. see... And, and the challenges are just go there and cook a barbecue for these people. You have this amount of time, which is less amount of time than you need to properly do it. And I'm just thinking they're kind of setting them up to fail a bit from the start. What ITV is very guilty of of late, not only are they having crap ideas, but they don't embrace them. No. They could give this, they could give this like a proper host or a proper, but they they go, this is a crap idea, let's fill I it with, the only you know, thing a crap they've host. Done, and... sort of credibility-wise, is getting Adam Richman in, because at least he's someone mm. who's known for, you know, particular love of barbecue food in his Man vs. Food series. Yeah, he, but... A lot of the people said, you know, I, I'm... I'm here mainly to cook for Adam Richmond. I think about three people yeah. said, that's why I'm here. I'm not really that bothered. Would it not have been better to give Adam Richmond his own show, yeah, whatever probably. that might like, be? Yeah, yeah going yeah. around like British. Yeah, I, I would have much preferred him hosting it mm. and the other guy being sort of like a judge or something. I don't know. Yeah. The yeah, other thing that was Miley. ludicrous... You didn't the, need was, her. Was, no. You never do, never in do whatever yeah. circumstance. The other thing that was ludicrous was the cook-off at the end, which yeah. is just like, why not just eliminate one of them because they're not very good? Why do you feel they that had you another have some 10 sort of minutes to film, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, I don't, I don't like the unnecessary tension, I don't like the music, I All don't like the voiceover. Pro- See, I find it frustrating when, when pre- presumably producers see or channels see that a format works... And they think if we do that same format, it, it will work yeah. again. It won't. We're going to get on and talk about the yeah, Bake Off in a let's, minute. Should we go into the Bake Off now? That's a nice sort of segue there. 12 new 10 bake- million viewers. Really? People. Yeah. Oh, That's an overnight figure. That's an overnight figure. It's an overnight figure. That's an overnight <laughs> figure. Yeah. There wasn't hardly any change, and I think that is the charm of the Bake Off. I, I, the only thing I, yeah. I slightly had an issue with was the, the sort of pre-credit sequence where they were talking about, like, uh, the, you know, I applied and the first I was nervous about the tents and things like that. And mm. I just thought it's, uh, it was a bit sort of, you know, like you get at the beginning of X Factor and Britain's Got Talent yeah. and they're all, like, you know, performing you, in the rooms and stuff like that. But once... You know, once they rolled in, once they started the first challenge, it was business as usual, you know. They were well, I, I, talking about I may have missed... You wrote a review which I read, and I may have misread your review or took it wrongly, but I, I hope I didn't, because I felt the same. Like it took it, me a while... Yeah. Yeah. Took me a while to to like it again. I don't know why. Well, I wouldn't say that. I'd say by the by the second challenge, yeah. I was like, okay, we're back. It's we're, like we're an home. old. I, I said that in that review. I said it's like sort of welcoming an old friend, isn't it? It's like yeah. yeah I by the end, I was like, oh, it hasn't really, you know, it hasn't really been away. It hasn't yeah. changed all that much. This is a show that it, that everybody likes. You know, I can sit down and watch with the family. And you know, but I genuinely, I really enjoy it. I genuinely don't understand the massive appeal that it has. It's a pastime that a lot, you know, everyone can get into easily. And I think it, mm. you know, the the Come characters on. are quite easy to like. You know, Mary. Bell yeah, no, I yeah. Do, you know, it's just nice to have like um, a show about baking. And Gary, as you always say when we talk about the Bake Off, oh, I bloody love cake. Yeah, we go. God, it's like we trained him. Yeah. <laughs> that was worth falling in back as well. What, what I liked <laughs> is that even though there were, you know, 12 contestants, I didn't feel like I 
like I sometimes feel with The Apprentice, you know, you've got to feel you've got to know them very quickly. I already felt like they did that. They do that very, very well in this show. Uh, and again, Mel and Sue are just so good at presenting. They put you, the viewer, at ease. And I, I mean, one of the things that I loved about last night's show was um, I'm not obviously, hey, surprise, surprise, I'm not too good with names. The woman whose cake fell apart at the end. I thought Do- it was great when Sue just came in and went, it's only a cake. Don't yeah. worry about it. The whole show's about don't baking. Don't put it in the bin. Don't put it in the bin. It's like, she was just like, it's only a bit of cake. You know, just like, you know, another show, if Simon Cowell was to tell, don't worry, it's only, about, it's only a recording contract, it's only about singing, they'd go there. That's the whole point uh, of yeah. the show. No, but I yeah. agree with you. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's all a bit of fun at the end of the day. One thing, the only <laughs> thing that slightly annoyed me last night, Paul Hollywood is becoming a bit of a caricature of himself. Yeah, I would agree with that. The stairs, I agree. The It'll glares. Yeah, the yeah. glare, the the fact that he doesn't say much. It's becoming a little bit too characterised. Mm. He's certainly yeah. not and, to cow levels yet, but... No, no. Um, and I, with ratings like that, this show's going to go on and on and on and on. But, I, think, you know... I think this is the show that deserved to be moved to BBC One probably yeah, even yeah. earlier than it was. Did anyone else watch Flock Stars? No. No. It was just no one in the country up. did. No one in the country did. You might be so the only one. brilliantly awful, including oh, really? a moment where, well, Gabby Logan's awesome catchphrase, bring on the sheep. Uh, alone should uh, should uh, tempt you to watch uh, t- tonight's episode. Incidentally, is the uh, blood feud between uh, Leslie Joseph and Phaser from Endubs. Well, uh, I've been my whole life for that. Yeah. That's the one celebrity wife swap I wanted to see. <laughs> we'll never see it. But this is basically a celebrity sheep herding show. Now, uh, Alan Partridge, I think even t- he would turn his nose up at this idea. Yeah, uh, even he'd go. No, thanks. The uh, only fun bit of this for me was when, um, just before it was Amanda Lamb, they made no Amanda Lamb pun, puns while she was doing uh, the sheep what? herding. That is such a missed opportunity. No, no, That's so bad. And um, just before she was about to do her shepherding... Don't laugh at your own jokes, her, her That's the worst her thing. shepherding bit... All of the sheep just jumped over the fence and ran off, almost like a metaphor to, for what the audience should be doing at home. Uh, I just don't know who's coming up with these ideas at ITV. Who's coming up with Blockstar? I feel like we have to say this because Matt and I are going to Edinburgh again this year to yeah. see the um, see the controllers grilled. Uh, somebody somewhere is that at the one ITV of the, is that an episode of Barbecue Jam? <laughs> That's the finale of barbecue the show. Two, the two Peter shows Fincham. are linked very closely. Uh... Yeah. Okay, uh, I, I, but finally uh, we'll we'll touch on the um, defying the label season. Uh, yes, disabled an incident was um, a, a documentary about a a television presenter who's been on Hollyoaks and. Um, uh, a part in uh, Coronation Street. I can't remember his name. So not a presenter then, if he's well, been he's in Hollywood. He's also a presenter. Right? An actor he... is the word you're looking for. Yeah, thank you. He uh, <laughs> is also a uh, a wheelchair basketball player, and he was a former footballer, and unfortunately was in a car accident. And what he did was he sort of took his, his, his experience and um, went and visited three people who were suffering from the same problems. They had had their lives 
changed by disability and um, some were suffering on the fact that they weren't able to move home. Some had been in hospital for over a year. One guy had been in a hotel for two months and another was unable to claim any kind of benefits because she previously spent a number of months or years out of the country. And what was very interesting was that it, it could have been a very dull documentary. It could have been very by the numbers. But what was very interesting was he was very engaged. Uh, he didn't just go back to them. He didn't just go and see them once. He actually kept talking to them throughout sort of over a number of months and actually at the end brought some of them together. And he gained an interview with the new disabilities minister um, and was able to bring up these specific cases. So it felt much more, uh, more than just a, a documentary, more like a piece of journalism. Uh, Life Begins Now, which was a uh, documentary about um, a group of mentally handicapped uh, youngsters who were at a uh, college specifically for them, but was one... Did, we- did, did it feature Down syndrome as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it yeah. was all sorts of learning difficulties, I suppose you could yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and and it, was, it was a place where they could sort of learn to like live in the adult world, if that makes sense. So there was places where they could work like there was uh, a couple of the characters like screen printing there was like a uh, obviously like a shop and a and a cafe and some of them worked there there was a night where they turned like the the restaurant on the campus into like a bar and they were allowed to drink there were like, obviously like they some of them were in relationships and again you know as we've gone back to saying you know this defying the label this is you know, these are these are like normal youngsters, but because of their condition, they, they you know everything's heightened for them. And the general theme here was that this was coming to an end, and there was like groups, friendship groups that were going to be separated because some of the uh, people who lived at the college, their homes were you know hundreds of miles away from the people that they made friends with, or you know they started dating. And I think what made this for me, I think the documentary making itself was quite basic. But again, it was the the characters that, you know, you got to know over the hour and were very endearing. And again, it's another example of how, you know, the these documentaries open your eyes to, you know, areas of, of youngsters, you know, living like this that you wouldn't normally uh, know about. So, I, I think I have to say, if this is the end for BBC Three as a, a free as a you know live channel, if it is going to go online, these set of documentaries have been a great way to go out. Mm, a perfect yeah. example of what we believe what we believe BBC Three should be about. Um, okay, let's do the previews, and then we've got the quiz. Matt versus Luke, where I'm going to whoop his ass. Uh, coming up. Uh, continuing yeah. to defy the label, on Monday and Tuesday on BBC Three, there is Epilepsy in Me, a documentary about the people who have extreme forms of epilepsy. And on Tuesday, Find a Home for My Brother, which sees Amal Fashanu go on an emotional, personal journey to explore the kind of care uh, on offer for her brother who has learning difficulties both in the UK and Ghana. For some is, is that a relation of John Fashnu and I was going to say, I don't oh. know. Because she did, there was a fa- I don't know. There was a relation of John Fashnu. I don't know who's his daughter, but they did something about, was it racism in football or homophobia in football? Mm. Oh, yeah, because his brother, Justin Fashnu, was mm-hmm. openly gay and suffered yeah, problems. Yeah, she did a thing about, yeah. yeah, so I wonder if it is then. And I'm guessing Ghana be. because they're probably Ghanaian. Yes. Even though he played... Well, he played for England, so but possibly the Ghanaian roots. 
Exciting. Uh, also on Tuesday, Sky Atlantic will be showing uh, crime drama Aquarius. We've previewed this in the past. It stars David Duchovny and his um, how to. It's sort of like a, a story of how he um, was on the hunt for a girl who'd fallen in with the infamous cult leader Charles Manson. Uh, previously, this had been available on the NBC websites. So a lot of Americans have been binge watching this. Uh, so it'd be good to watch. Uh, it's on Sky Atlantic. That's Tuesday at 9pm. A review will be done on the next podcast. That sounded like a threat. A more fashion who is John Fashion's daughter, by the way. She is John Oh, well, there you are. There you are. Oh. Right. Uh, also on Tuesday, I might as well do this and then Matt can do the rest, uh, the Totally Senseless Game Show. Uh, this is a game show with a difference. Uh, a celebrity studio game show that explores disability. So I suppose it must be part of their their um their series uh when they say celebrity hmm rick edwards greg rutherford one of the sugar babes and casey bachelor again i don't think the what word celebrity the has ever been taken out of context so people who were there who, yeah. people who were free thursday sees another return of a bbc stalwart show to sit alongside uh, new tricks and uh, bake off that have returned this week uh talking of bake off it's paul hollywood first off. yeah um um, this series, we've also got the likes of Jerry Hall and Reed Derek Jacobi. Um, so yeah, so I, it's one of those things. If you like it, you'll probably you probably like it. You didn't. You didn't actually. You didn't as you mentioned. It's who do you think you are? Who do you think you is are? the show? Oh, okay. Is, who do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> you might Sorry, just want to say what the show's not. called. Now it is time for the fourth instalment of Matt oh. versus Luke. <laughs> Reminder of the rules, two questions each about TV, 10 second time limit, and if there's a tie, we will have a closest to the answer tiebreaker. The current score is Matt 2, Luke 1. Um, so Matt will be going first. Now, thank you very much to regular contributor and uh, fan of the show, Mo Walker, who has selected some of the questions that uh, we'll be using today. Uh, so Matt, you're going first. Okay. I require one of these to be correct for you to get the point. In the <laughs> no show, wonder he's winning. In the show Bally Kiss Angel, oh, name, uh. name the characters that Stephen Tompkinson and Derva Kerwin played. You need to get one of them right. I knew she was a sumpter. And he was father something. <laughs> well done, that. I think I will give him the point. A sumpter Fitzgerald and father Clifford. I think I think you got enough of that for a point. Well done. Did he, you didn't give him a point for the father, though, did you? <laughs> No, I just gave him, you know, I just gave him one of those. Luke, your first question. There are five possible answers. You only require three. Uh, I need three shows created by Joss Whedon. Oh, this is not my forte. Firefly. That's one. Um, oh God, Firefly. Um, Alias wasn't one, was it? No. Um, I, 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 I think I could. Oh, bu- Buffy. Yeah, Buffy. Two seconds. And Agents of Shield. Oh, Agents just Shield. in there. Oh, you could oh. have also had Buffy spin-off Angel or Dollhouse that was uh, only oh. for two seasons. 
Right, well, now on to the questions not supplied by Mo. Thank you very much, Mo, for that. Thanks, Mo. Thanks, Mo, <laughs> yes, indeed. Right, Matt, back to you. Yes, Gary. What is the name of Peppa Pig's little brother? Oh, who knows? <laughs> 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 pop, if you will know. No. Another tricky one for Luke. The male leads of the comedies Butterflies and My Family share both the first name and occupations. Give me one of each, either for a point. Both their first name or their occupation. Dentist. That's correct. Do you know the name? Um, I just saw my, my family repeat on and I didn't watch it because it was my family. Um, name, something hard. Ben. Ben, well done. Well, I mean, you got the point because I gave you that. So that's that's 2-1. That's, that's a point for me. <sighs> Ooh. So uh, the that. scores now are two one to Luke. I think you gave him a bit too long on two that all, first sorry. question. If I'm if I'm honest, that was you longer than yeah, ten seconds. Not... Well, if you can bear it, folks, there will now be an excruciating at least two week wait for the next instalment of I mean, Matt versus Luke. Come up with better questions, than I so. I don't know. They were pretty tough. They were pretty good. Thank uh, you very much, mate. What, if you'd what? like to, if you'd like to contribute some questions to the show, obviously you need to private message me on Facebook or Twitter because we don't. Or just ask me, and then I've got a week to yes. look them up. Uh, so uh, <laughs> when you give out my Twitter in a bit, Luke, if you'd like to provide questions, yeah. then uh, then please do put questions and answers to me because if you don't give me the answers, then yeah. I've got a quiz as well. Um. <laughs> and it's not Matt versus Gary versus Luke. No, it's not. It's um, not confusing. <laughs> it is the highlight of not only the podcast but my sad life at the moment. It says more about it's me than that, anybody yeah, else, isn't it? That's that's yeah, quite. Uh, that is quite concerning. If you know any local doctors, please get in touch with them and let me know I'm stuck in. Um, at Luke Costa TV, should you want to uh, get in touch via Twitter. Uh, Matt's at Matt's TV Bites, and if you want to ask Gary or offer Gary any questions for uh, future rounds of the game show, then you may. It's at the Gary Show. Uh, thank you. Um, Facebook.com forward slash thecustardtv. The website itself is thecustardtv.com, and you can visit that whenever you please. There is also uh, a way to subscribe on iTunes, and you can download this website, uh, this podcast rather from Spreaker, iTunes, just get it on your iPod and go everywhere with us. Got, Where's the got, weirdest place you've ever... Do you, where do you listen to the podcast, Gary, normally? Uh, if um, you do, I don't know if you do. You work, not normally, if I, if I listen. So is that on the bus or in taxis? Uh, no, or? In, the, in the bus taxi, what do you think? I made a money. Um, on the bus or the train on the way to work. Um, sometime, sometimes in the garden, you know, I, yeah. I do like to listen to podcasts. What if the podcast is a bit choice for the garden? Do you not and, worry about that? And sometimes if I'm struggling to sleep, it's always good well, to I'm hear I'm guessing it. he's got headphones on. Yeah. Uh, and you, Matt, you listen on the bus mainly, do, don't you? Yeah. Be- before you face the great unwashed British public for uh, another shift at the post office. Oh. Um, so, yeah, we will be back in two weeks. We're taking a break just because TV's not trying overly hard at the moment, so why should we? Um, and then, as I say, Matt and I will be heading off to Edinburgh to uh, catch you up on all the latest that the controllers are saying. I mean, what are, the, are there any shows from last year that they previewed that we've seen and liked? I can't think of one. The tribe? 
Oh, yeah, actually, I can think of one, and I will edit it for me to say, apart from the tribe... (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Obviously, fans of football will know that this weekend's the return of football, so the match... Right then, bye! (laughs) Match of the date returns this weekend. Uh, There you go. Bye! You're being cut off already, Gary. This is being cut off. Bye! Whatever. (laughs) Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal.